Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I'm Terry Price. I am Harold Presley. And you've tuned in to The Spook Show. We're so excited that you're here. We've got a great show in store for you today. Yeah. I'll tell you what, uh, things have been going pretty good. Going uh, pretty good. We had uh, we had the story up about the haunted house in Virginia there. And Fort that, Smith, That's Virginia, been up, and yeah. that's been well listened to. And uh, yeah. that, that was kind of spooky. That, that one kind of freaked me out. So if you really haven't good. checked that out, go check it out. There's two parts to it. It was so much going on. We had to right. make, make two parts, right. two shows, two different shows. At this know. point, we will have had the Bigfoot story. Oh, we had the Bigfoot story. Yeah, that's right. Bigfoot. We had big. And that's your favorite. I know you love uh, you was, some Bigfoot, don't you? You know, <laughs> it was good though. That was that was really good. His experiences that he that had, was good. That was good. Uh, yeah. was was pretty interesting. If you're into Bigfoot, that's probably going to be the guest that you want on the yeah, show. You want an actual Bigfoot on the show. <laughs> if I could get him, <laughs> if you know, make that happen. And again, uh, this is our podcast. And we want you to check it out. You can check it out on YouTube. We've got it set up on Podbean. That way you can subscribe to that right. and uh, you get them all. For a small one-time fee. One-time fee. You can get everything we do. We put It goes right up there as well. And don't forget to follow us on uh, YouTube. You know, actually uh, like our page and mm-hmm. give us a like and give us a follow. And on Facebook as well. That way you can be alerted to when a new episode drops. Yes. Uh, yes. If you follow us on YouTube, then you'll get an alert saying, hey, the next episode of the Spook Show is dropping. And but by the way, we do love it when you send us stories. Uh, so be sure and email us. You can do it at show at G gmail.com just email it in don't think well most stories stupid no there's there are no stupid That's stories right. yeah, yeah we're still looking for stories on ouija boards yeah yeah i know you want to do the ouija board ouija thing boards. yeah yeah speaking of sending in your stories yes. to, to us on gmail um if it's a good enough story we may just have you come on and be a guest on the show. And speaking of which, one yes. of our very first people to send us an email, to send anything to us, yeah. we have as a guest today. Yes. Why don't you introduce? Well, we've got Jen with us. I happen to actually know Jen, and she's going to join us on the show today. Uh, how you doing, Jen? I am doing great. Jen, what's your story now? You you're not from here originally, right? No, no, I grew up. And, uh, and I say, look, and for our listeners out there, I say here at the Bryan Coletician area in Texas. The house that I grew up in, yeah, uh, was. I don't know. I guess super popular in like the 70s. Like it had like all the yellow and green <laughs> stuff everywhere. Oh, yeah. But, like, I, remember I used houses, to yeah. sit at, you remember, I don't know what you call it. Like you have like a, a kind of bar or counter that jetted out. And then, like, you'd have, like, a little bar countertop that kind of go around. You're talking so, about in the kitchen, the cabinet. Like, in the, the little kitchen. Yes, the kind little, of, little yeah, kind of a nook. Like, yeah. yeah, breakfast yeah, bar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so okay. I would sit there and eat breakfast and, you know, stuff whenever I was little. And so whenever this story happened, I was pretty young. And I don't actually remember how young I was. <laughs> but the, it was we're pretty, talking sing, sing, single digits here? Yeah, single digits okay. at least. <laughs> All right. Maybe eight, maybe six. I don't know. Um, but I remember I was sitting there at that little bar, whatnot thing. Mm-hmm. And um, my mom was just kind of going back and forth. We had a, a fairly big kitchen, like a long kitchen. Mm-hmm. And so just on the other side of the kitchen, there's like a utility room. It had like our pantry and a washer dryer and oh, uh yeah. It had two doors in there, one that went directly to the backyard that we, like, never used, and then another one that went into the garage, which is primarily how we came in and out of the house. So it was pretty common to have traffic, you know, in and out. So um, I'm sitting there just minding my own business, (laughs) and my mom is, you know, fiddling with things and doing dishes. Something just 
caught my eye and I looked up and this man is walking in the kitchen, like from the utility room. And I was like, who the heck is that? Did it it scare you? Were you afraid? No, No, you weren't afraid at all. No, but I just didn't recognize this man. And so I was like, but he was super chill. Well, describe him to us. Tell us what he looked like. Yeah, so he was he was kind of tall. My dad's tall. He had very dark hair. It was very it was like kind of like slicked over, combed really nice. He had a blue shirt, button up shirt with long sleeves and a collar. Um, I I want to say it was like a blue jean shirt, but I don't think it was. But he did have like blue jeans on and like a belt. Everything was tucked in. Like he was very well kept. Those are some right. vivid memories. You have very specific. I remember wow. this. Yes. Wow. Like I, there's something about this whole thing, like burned into my memory. Wow. And this, I mean, he just kind of walked in and he kind of looked at me and I looked at him and he just kind of like, you know, some, like he was supposed to be there. And so I didn't say anything. So you just and assumed so, that he was supposed to be there. He, your mom right. knew he was there. And so yeah. you, it just really didn't phase you that much. It didn't phase me, but it was like, my mom just kept washing dishes and she's going back and forth. And I'm watching this guy at one point, just kind of walk around the kitchen with her. Okay. And so she didn't notice him at all. She didn't notice him at all. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I was just like watching this guy and I'm telling you, like at one point he just kind of walked right over to her and watched her over her shoulder. Now, did he acknowledge you at all? Whenever he first walked in, he looked at me and then he, he kind of glanced over at me while he was, you know, watching my mom or whatever. And he kind of, he kind of stood like right in the middle and just kind of like looked around like he was just taking everything in or something. You know, did he look like and he was lost or no, he not was familiar just, like, with looking at stuff? And that's why, like, I remember feeling like I don't know, like, not like I had seen him before, but he just seemed familiar, if uh, that makes sense at all. Yeah, so it didn't really seem like scary or anything like that. Hmm. So he walked around the kitchen. I mean, it seemed like forever, so but let me ask you this mm-hmm. this house that y'all lived in, did somebody okay. live in the house previous to you? You guys. I mean, probably. I, yeah. I asked that because you know you mm-hmm. never know what happened in the house before you. Correct. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe they're still I mean, there somewhere. Perhaps it had some extremely strong emotions that happened during its life, and specifically in, in that, the kitchen. I in guess in that place, specifically in the kitchen. Yeah. And therefore, mm-hmm. he it's drawn to that location each time. That's one of the theories, you know. And again, yeah, the fact that exactly. you weren't afraid or anything, you felt comfortable and you felt like a familiar feeling with. Yeah, him. I didn't tell a lot of people this story because yeah. it sounds crazy, right? Whenever you're growing up and you hear about like ghosts and stuff, you think of like something you see through or something that scares you. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like this wasn't somebody that I could see through. He wasn't like floating around. Mm. Yeah. Well, you so, know, that's that's a very common misconception. Yeah. You're the third person we've spoken to on this podcast that has said the same exact thing, that mm-hmm. they saw this entity and it looked just like you or I a or anybody person. else. Yeah, just like, it looked a like a regular person. Solid, you know, regular person. Um, the, mm-hmm. the thing that I'm, I'm having difficulty with is I can't determine what type of haunting this because he didn't really interact with any of you did he only with he her just interacted with me with her just yeah, he just what just by looking at you though right 
Yeah, just by looking. And then, like, before, whenever he finished his, you know, observation, whatever it was, whenever he finally turned, he went back through that utility room. Went back the way he came. Yeah, but, like, as he left, he kind of turned and kind of, like, smiled and, like, half waved. Really? So he did interact with you then? Yeah. And then he left. I turned to my mom and I went, who was that guy? Who was that man that was just here? And she looks around like, I mean, I scared her. And she goes, what, what guy? What guy? Like, what what man? man? Wow. And I, I described how he looked and what he was doing. He was doing this and he was following you around. And she was just like, there was nobody here. And then I'm like, no, there was somebody like, this is what he looked like. And he came through the back door. She was like, oh, you know, maybe that was an angel. And like, we talk about that. Mm -hmm. Like it was just an angel visiting. I don't know. An angel. Well, that's definitely, Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, it's just as good an explanation as anything else. (laughs) And and Terry, you talked about this before. You say children, you know. Children do have a tendency to be more open open and perceptive in in these cases than adults. Because by the time that we become adults, we've shut down that part of our imagination, that part of our brain. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. And 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 we're not open to, and we'll in fact adults will do everything they can to deny deny what they saw that they saw. <laughs> I, I didn't see that. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. just like yeah. if just like if a giant you know mutant rat ran through this room, you would try <laughs> to deny that you saw. Come on, man! Really, you got to bring up rats on the show. Well, I, I'm just trying to give an example. No, here, we don't need to be talking about rats. Okay, we're talking about Jen's the guest. We're talking about what she wants to talk about. No rats. But but seriously though, <laughs> animals as well. We've talked about animals yes. being perceptive to that sort of thing. Not rat. A very good friend of the family used to babysit for my daughter, and that house. Um, she's lived in that house for a very very long time, and she's had other people tell her that they've seen actually seen people walking down the hallway at that house. But my my wow. my granddaughter used to sit there when she was when she was babysitting her, and she'd look down the hallway, and uh, the lady would look at. Ava and go, what, do you see something, Ava? And Ava was probably two, three years old at the time. And all Ava would do is take her index finger and put it up against her lips and go, shh. That's all she would do. She would. Wow. It, oh, man. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's not beyond the realm of possibility that because of your age, Jen, uh, mm-hmm. that you were just extremely perceptive to, to, to this. Because I highly, I don't believe some stranger just walked in off the street and yeah. well, I mean, followed your mom around and she didn't notice. <laughs> right, she didn't know right. it. Right. Well, I mean, now that you say that, like, as an adult now, I kind of replay that every once in a while. And we never heard a door open. Mm. And we also had like a little bell, not a traditional doorbell that you push button, like a bell. Just a tinkle bell. Yeah. To let you know Uh, something's there. Something, you know. Yeah. Yeah. There's movement. There was no noise. There was no Mm. noise. This is the first time in your memory that you've ever experienced anything like this. Um, I think so, yeah. I mean, I remember also when I was pretty young after my grandfather had passed, I remember seeing him in the weeks after he died sitting in his recliner. And yeah. I was like, why is pop up here? You know what the first thing that comes to my mind is I see dead people. I see dead people. Yeah, right? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> great movie, by the way. That is a great movie. Um yeah. well I'll tell you, Jen, um, you didn't have any sense of dread. You weren't frightened mm-hmm. by this this person. I mean, you said your mom said 
that it could have been an angel. You know, if you believe in angels, yeah. then that that's just as good an explanation as anything else because we really have no idea exactly. what yeah. these paranormal experiences that people have really are. I mean, uh, if you listen to the Portsmouth House uh, episodes, they had lots of different things going on, lots of what they believe were different entities and yeah. of varying degrees of anger and non-anger, yeah. you know. Um uh, this one's, you know, at first it sounded very much like a residual haunting, like, you know, a residual haunting is where What's that? it's yeah. like a videotape and it just, it happens. It's right. Yeah. Certain things cause it to happen and it just happens and they, they do things that they were doing. It's like a recording, you know, ah, okay, of yeah. what they were doing in life. In life. However, those residual hauntings don't interact with anybody in the room. They just do what they, they walk through things, walk through oh, people. Do, do what they did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but this this entity, whatever it whatever was, it was, you know, actually turned and looked at her, smiled, and made a connection, and, and waved it. when it left. So that tells me that it it probably was not a residual haunting, whatever it was. Yeah. So that's very interesting. Yeah. The other letter you sent us had we were talking about something that happened when you were in college or something like that. Yeah. When I was in college, we moved in uh, to a little, it was technically a dorm, but it was more like a very small apartment. So there were four little bedrooms and then like a common living area bathroom, obviously. Oh yeah, I know and, exactly um, what that is. I lived in one of those. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and then it had like a little kitchen, barely a kitchen. Yeah, But it was kind of like, yeah, it was like a little closet, um, and it had, but it had a window, so that's good. But um. So, like, it had, like, a little sink, little double sink, a little section of counter. Sounds like a kitchenette. Yeah, Yeah. it was very, very tiny. Like, you could really only fit, like, one person in there at a time. It was very (laughs) tight. To see in there, you had to actually kind of step in there. We had two bedrooms on each side. So, it was, like, a perfect little square, right? Okay, so this is a galley kitchen we're talking about. Yeah. Okay. So um, the room that I stayed in was like, when you walked in, it'd be like to the left in the first room. And then my friend, um, we'll call her L, was right next to me. And so we were like on the side where the bathroom kind of was, like not closest to the kitchen. And then our two roommates were uh, basketball players, um, <laughs> but they were gone a lot, um, either like doing other things one of them had a boyfriend they were gone a lot for like away games and stuff like that Mm. we noticed like weird things going on in our apartment weird weird like what weird like very small things like one day all the uh cushions on the couch were like on the floor like the little pillows were on the couch Mm -hmm. like uh we're on the floor i mean Mm. and um you know like we're there's four of us we all have different schedules. So we just kind of like copped it up to like somebody just put them on the floor, you know. But then after a while, <laughs> whenever we were like all together, we'd like start talking about things or we'd mention like, oh, yeah, where's where the heck is the remote? Oh, it's all the way underneath the couch. How the heck did they get under there? Like all of us have been gone. And so like weird things would just be moved around. Um, what actually... Um, made us bring it up is because I used to keep um, soda bottles. You remember the Jones soda bottles? And they used to have like little 
pictures and stuff. I have like a whole collection on my windowsill, right? Yeah, I've seen those before. Yeah, what you talking yeah. about. Yeah. And so I had them like all them. One of those things had moved from the group of the collection and had moved to the other side of the window seal. And I was like, did y'all go into my room? I'm just wanting to know like who moved my bottles around. And they were like, we have not gone in your room yet. Now do you think, just to be devil's advocate here, now do you think maybe one of them did do it? They just didn't want to admit it. They just said, okay, I'm not going to admit it. I usually had my, my room locked. Ah, okay. Usually. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's a, a possibility I didn't. But, you know, we were all kind of like in and out. question okay. would be so, why. Why? And, unless they were trying yeah, to scare true. her. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. What also happened was one of the roommates, I can't remember which one, locked like a little bracelet of hers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it had been missing for like a month or something like that. Yeah. And one day, like one of us just went into the bathroom and it was just like sitting on the floor in the bathroom. If somebody was trying to prank us, like they were very stupid pranks, very organized. Yes. See, I'm the kind of guy I always try to. I mean, I'm I'm that guy that tries. To, it's, there's a reason for this. There's, yeah, there's a rational reason. For right. This. Yeah. If yeah. I were trying to scare you, Harold. Oh, I know what you would do. I mean, I mean you, you know, you, you know, you know it would be even, very obvious that I was trying to scare obvious. you. Okay, this is Terry. You, you know, know uh, like posting a picture of a deadly looking menacing rat <laughs> on our on our on our <laughs> podcast site. Thanks. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so, like, a lot of the things were just, like, super insignificant, like, mm-hmm. small things. We're like, mm, I don't know. It's kind of weird, but it probably just somebody, you know, yeah. you know, whatever. One of my roommates, I wasn't there when this happened. Uh, they were just sitting in the living room, and, like, the TV, like, turned on by itself. And she was like, mm. that's weird. We've talked about this on shows before. That can happen because I think somebody said that there was somebody, a neighbor. It was some kind was of frequency. Yeah. yeah, it was you. And, and it just. They, they had the same TV and remote. The same TV and remote. Yeah. They did. And, yeah, and it so, just hit right and they could turn yours all on and off. Yeah, you know? yeah. Exactly. And the building was pretty old and, you know, like. Yeah. When you're dealing with electronics, it's just really. It's just hard really hard exactly. to say. And, and so it was just kind of easy to go like, well, that was kind of weird. I don't know. It is weird. It <laughs> so is weird. So it's a and lot then we of all just kind of like continue on continue with our on. day, okay. right? So it's a lot but of little little things like this. A lot of little things like this. And yeah. they it's one been going on. All all these little things right. culminated in a big thing, right? A big thing that happened, yeah. So this one afternoon, okay. I mean it was it was during the day. Mm-hmm. And I was in my room. I had my door closed, had music on. I was writing a, a like a term paper or something sitting at my computer. And my friend L like right next door to me was also in her room. Our roommates were gone. Like, they had an away game, and they were gone for, like, a couple of days already, I think. We're just, you know, we're in our room, and I start to hear what sounds like silverware, maybe a drawer. Like, just, like, movement going on in the kitchen. Somebody rummaging around in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, I hear, like, some, you know, clatter. I I hear, like, you know, it sounds like silverware or something in the sink, something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, I'm just going to go see what else doing because who else would be in the kitchen? Um, And so I opened my door and at that same moment, Elle opens her door. Okay. Wait a minute. It's not her unless she's super fast. And we just, we (laughs) both just stare at each other and her mouth kind of opens and she goes, that's not you in there? And then we just kind of stare, and then she goes, do you think that they're back? Talking about her roommates, I thought they weren't coming back to tomorrow. 
And I was like, I don't, I don't know. And then she goes, I want to go see who it is. And, you know, I'm like, okay. In a and horror movie, that's like, the famous last word. Yeah. I, I mean, I think we legit thought that, like, one of our, it was probably one of our roommates. Yeah, I mean, but, which I mean, makes they sense. weren't supposed to be there. Well, they could have gotten back and early, so, yeah. But, mm-hmm. she, like, yeah, it's a possibility, mm-hmm. right? So I kind of, like, step into the living room, I guess, to give her support. But, like, I, I like, I immediately felt like I'm not looking around me. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going. You can go. That's fine. Oh, I would have went. Yeah, Jen is me. That's me. That's that's my way. No, 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 Terry, you go ahead on, man. I've been in the middle of that place. You go ahead on, look. And then she kind of like, okay, you know, I'm just, I'm going to go see. And she kind of like slowly goes to walk. And right as she goes, she takes like a half step to kind of peek in there to go see. Yeah. We started to hear water running. It sounded like someone was washing dishes, like somebody was in there, right? Yeah. So she goes and she takes like another like half step, and then she kind of looks at me, and I'm like, just, like who is it? And then she she goes and like kind of grabs on the wall and peeks in there, and all the sounds stop. Okay. And then like I remember watching her back just like stiffen, and then she just like turned on her heels. Her eyes were so big. And she just hauled ass back into my room. Okay. okay. Nobody's in there. And I was like, uh-uh. And I ran into my room. I shut the door. I locked it. Like, that's going to keep a ghost out, right? Yeah, we didn't We didn't leave our room. So you didn't we see didn't. anything yet. She saw everything. See. You just going on, on her movement and say, oh, no, I'm yeah. going back too. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, she, her eyes were so big. Yeah. She was like, there's nobody there. But, like, we didn't hear any more sounds after that. The next day, our room, like, we hear our roommates come back. It was, like, the next evening. It was kind of late. And so, like, we hear them, and I was like, we got to go tell them what happened. And so, like, they're trying to, like, unpack and stuff. So we're telling him the whole story. And then, like, after that, like, one of my roommates, I swear, like, she was hardly ever in the apartment after that. <laughs> yeah. It was, like, I always on. Like, I'm just going to go. Like, I have plans. <laughs> like, she was hardly ever back in that apartment after that happened. Wow. So did you ever did you ever go look in the kitchen yourself and see, any, and see anything? No. No. But I'm you. Not. You had been in the kitchen after that at some point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. At this point in your life, had you had, other than the guy that walked into your kitchen, <laughs> speaking of, he was in the kitchen. Let's let's mm. draw a correlation yeah. between That's that right. those kitchen, two, two the, events. The kitchen and paranormal events. And you. Yeah. Are um, man. You had had other experiences between these two events, correct? Yeah. Let me let me draw let me I'm, I've got a slight hypothesis here. All right, okay. and let me uh-huh. let me let me try it on you guys and see what you think. All right, this the first one happened in the kitchen and he wandered around. He was following your mother, watching what she was doing, uh, checking out the whole situation in the area, mm-hmm. and but he knew that you had seen him. He he knew that you were watching him. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, as you grew older, and were in college. You hadn't seen this guy ever again, correct? I saw him one other time. Whoa. But he was not in my house. I was in the backyard, and I saw he was dressed exactly the same. Mm-hmm. This is the backyard of your, of your house you grew of up in? Of my house, okay. yes. He was 
walking um, around, uh, like from our, we had a huge yard, um, from our property onto our neighbor's property. And mm-hmm. he was just kind of walking. And um, I don't remember him looking at me or anything, but it was just like he was just strolling, just walking. Just strolling in and the backyard. I, okay. Just strolling around. And he was dressed exactly the same. And that's why I remembered because he was wearing the same thing. Mm. Looked and, exactly the same. And again, it didn't, you weren't scared. You didn't have a sense of, of fear or anything scared, like that. But I, but I was excited. Back to my hypothesis. Okay. Right. So as an adult, as a young adult in college, you had not seen him again, correct? No. That was the last time I saw him was in the yard. Okay. All right. Now, we had talked about children being perceptive mm-hmm. to these things. And as you grow older and become an adult, you become less, yeah, you become less perceptive, and open which that kind of thing. now this is a theory of other folks. And I'm just relaying the theory. I, I don't necessarily subscribe to this theory, although it, it does sound plausible. Right. She could no longer see him. And if he were following her, if he was attached to her, yeah, because he knew that she could see him, maybe the noise in the kitchen was him after all, trying to get her trying to get her attention to pay attention to him. Maybe. I didn't no, thought that, about that. You that's know, just that, a hypothesis. Well, but, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. And she and if you had gone to the kitchen, you might have seen him because you were the one he was wanting to see him. And that's why your roommate didn't see anything. That's correct. It if just, that's the case. From everything that I'm hearing, it, it sounds plausible. Yeah. It sounds plausible that this entity could be attached to her in some reason, maybe because the entity knew that she could see it. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. therefore, it was trying to get her attention. Maybe it needed her to do something for him or it wanted to relay some message to her or something like that. And she was no longer in a position to where she could actually see it as she did when she was a child. When she was a child. Okay. Just so there you go. Just a thought. Uh, you know, maybe. Nope. It's possible. There'll be no charge for this uh, session, Jen, at all. Uh, we're just here to help. That's what we do, okay? Right, yeah. Okay, thank you. Thank you so much. Most of the time, I get the, the sense that they just want me to know that they're there, which kind hmm. of gave me that sort of sense with the the apartment thing that we were just talking about. Like, yeah. I think he whoever it was just wanted us to know they were there because I had some similar things happen in um, my other uh, dorm that I lived in before where stuff would just kind of move around. Yeah. Um, But like, I mean, nothing creepy. This is the dorm you were were just talking about where you had the suite Mm -hmm. mate, right? And you shared the bathroom. Yeah. 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 Like what happened there? Did you think somebody was trying to get your attention? Something or somebody. I, uh, I had a stereo that would turn on and off. Um, I had a, it would also change stations. Uh, the volume would turn up and down on its own. If I was already had it on a computer monitor would turn on in the middle of the night. Um, I would feel like, uh, some, sometimes it would feel like something was sitting on the bed with me. Wait, okay. Let's, Let's stop and talk you about that. You talked about that before. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah but you, you've caught my attention now. Yeah. yeah. Tell tell so us like, about that. I mean, it it wasn't. It's this is one of my like not very interesting stories though because it just happened like one time where I was like, is something like is my is you know how you your covers kind of shift? Yes. Oh yeah. When mm-hmm. you have that pressure, that's mm-hmm. just kind of was, and so I sat up and like it. I didn't feel it anymore. Didn't see anything. Did so, you ever happen to be laying in bed at night and hear a sigh or a whisper or anything like that close to your head? 
I don't remember. I don't remember that. And that, I mean, yeah, nothing okay. stands out. Like well, you that. would remember if it happened. Yeah, there'd be no doubt in your mind. Like, but um, the reason, again, this is fits into my hypothesis, but it sounds to me very much like whatever this entity was starting back at your early childhood was attached to you. And the fact that you felt something sit down on your bed while you were sleeping tells me it would be very, very unusual for you to go from one haunted location to another haunted location mm. to another haunted location. Yeah, The odds of that are pretty slim unless you're just you have a, a knack for picking out old haunted houses. If if you if you boil it down to the simplest explanation, that if there is an entity, and we're assuming that there is because we trust you, that whatever it is is attached to you, and apparently has at least a small interest in your welfare, or at mm-hmm. least a small interest in being recognized by you for whatever reason. Yeah, because that sitting down on the bed thing—that I mean. Even in a haunted house, that's not something that happens quite yeah. often. Yeah, I think I kind of wrote it off because the that dorm building was even older. Like it was, it, I don't even think it's standing anymore. Yeah, but, <laughs> but old does not equate to haunted. Yeah, well, that's true. Yes, you're right. So but I think I just kind of chopped it up to like. Eh, I would look back in your history as much as if you haven't already, Jen, and see if you can ever find anybody that's related to your family, either a part of the family or a friend of the family or something that even comes close to matching the description of this guy you saw. Yeah. That would be interesting to find out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, I had described that guy the same way every time, and it never really... Registered with anybody? With any, yeah. With anybody. But, you know, he kind of reminded me of how my dad kind of dressed. Yeah, I thought that was familiar. I, think I thought that's that why was, he seemed I thought that was interesting. so familiar. I thought yeah. that was interesting what you said the when you first started off. You said that. You said that he dressed like your dad, and you had a familiar mm-hmm. feeling to, to him. So mm-hmm. I, it could be some something on your dad's side. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jen, have you had anything, anything lately that's happened, you know, to you? Yeah, but not not... I'm not really ready to talk about it right now. Okay, but that's fine. I do have. Now that makes me want to know yeah. even more. I know. Isn't it? <laughs> one day, we'll, one day. We'll talk one later. Day, we'll whatever. talk later. Yeah. After some time. Yeah. <laughs> um, call me later. Okay. Know. Okay. We'll um, talk later. Yeah. I do have. I do have a couple of stories just for you. Uh oh. Well, what I we mean, got? What for we got? both of you. But okay. So it involves a place that we're mutually acquainted with uh, here in Brian College Station. Uh, okay. So it's pretty recent. So um, in downtown Bryan, there is a local community theater. Yes. Um, but we used to be located in a different location than we are now. Third so floor cantina. Like, yeah, we've, we've, we've talked about that on this can- show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we, we, yeah, we had so, somebody else talk about third floor cantina before. You know. Okay, cool. So um, I've had a couple of experiences there. Uh-oh. Um, so whenever we were actually in a production together, Hill. I think I remember <laughs> this. I, I do remember this kind of. Okay, so uh, after a particularly frustrating rehearsal, uh, I co-direct, or I was assistant directing at the time. So uh, I was assistant directing for a time, um, and we were, like, super frustrated after rehearsal. And, and so we're just kind of talking, and we're venting, and we're sipping on, like, Moscato or something. I don't know. It wasn't very good. I keep feeling, I could feel movement. There, the, you know, the board's there. The boards there were very, like the wood. Yeah. Kind of feel. It's an old, it's an old building. Yeah. 
And I kept like hearing sort of squeaking, but like we're talking. And so uh, I just kind of kept looking over my shoulder. Um, and the only thing really behind me was the end where the kind of the box office counter was, if you remember, Harold. And yeah. then like there was a door that yes, kind of went door. into that back. Um, I was kind of standing in front of that. And so um, I just kept looking over my shoulder. And finally, she goes like, you're getting creeped out, huh? And I was like, oh, I don't know. And so then we changed the subject. We talked about something else. And then um, I felt somebody walk right up behind me. And I felt the boards right behind my feet move. And I just, like, the hairs stood up on the back of my neck. And I slowly set my cup down. And I think she heard it, too. She was like, okay, I've had enough. Let's go. <laughs> we shut off the lights. We grabbed our stuff. We went out. And I did not turn around. <laughs> I did not turn around to see anything because I felt like, I mean, I felt it like the boards moved. And I was like, oh, my God, something's standing right freaking behind me. And you, and you were the only the people there. Well, We were the only people there. Everyone else had already left. So, well, I've yeah, heard I've heard was, this I've heard stories like that in that place yeah. before. Uh, that's yeah. the thing that the place is spooky enough at night. It, it is very you, spooky at night, especially yeah. if it's just one or two people yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the building is old enough that it makes noise. We've talked about yeah. this before uh -huh. that old buildings do actually move. Yeah, and they settle and and move. Especially if you put weight on one area, that may cause another area to move. I'm I'm not discounting your yeah. experience. No, uh, no, I get it. Mainly yeah. because you felt like there was somebody standing yeah, right behind say, you. I was going to say the so. fact that that she felt yeah. that kind of fear. You know, she now, didn't. You know, like I got to get out of here. Now, yeah. had it been anybody just telling me that, I probably wouldn't pay that much attention to it. But you've actually seen things that most people don't yeah. see. Yeah. So mm -hmm. that lends a little bit more credence to your feelings because you can't quantify feelings, right? No. So, yeah. you know, you saying, hey, I felt like there's somebody behind me. Well, that's all yeah. that we can take it well, for. Except that, like, except that you have actually seen things that nobody else has seen before. So yeah. that gives a little credence to what you're saying. Yeah. But, like, I felt the little boards kind of creaking underneath my feet, you know, how it does. And so that's what I was just like, there is somebody standing right behind me. And I was just like, if I turn around, <laughs> I'm yeah. going to regret it. That brings up a good point. Said, Don't look. You remember that? Remember the uh, prison guard captain that we spoke to? Oh, yeah. That's what I was, exactly he had what I was thinking. the same thing happening. When he was going down the stairs and yeah. he, the, he didn't see anything. He just had overwhelming fear. So I, I'm not going any further. Just, he couldn't, that's it. He couldn't take. He wouldn't even look through the, the, the window, window in the door because right. yeah. he was that. He, he said, I don't even want to look. You know, I just, and it, yeah. she, it, it sounds like the same thing. That sounds like a level of fear that just controls you. Yeah. And so that, that even lends a little bit more credence to what she's saying is that she physically couldn't turn yeah. around and look. But Jen, I got to tell you, this has been great. You've had, you've given us a bunch of great stories and stuff. We could keep talking for everybody. Time is just about out. So uh, yeah. I, I want to thank you for coming. We want, we want to thank you for coming on the Absolutely. show and talking to us and sharing this with us. We appreciate that. And I know you got a lot more, so maybe some future date we might have it back on here again tell us some more stuff yeah, all when right? you get to the point to where you can talk about your most recent one yes that, that's wanna... the one i really want to hear now uh, yeah, when you're ready to talk know. about that we'll talk okay <laughs> yeah okay thank you so much for having me on this is 
This is fun. All right. Well, thank you, Jen, right there. And keep those letters coming in. If you got letters you want to send us like Jen did, uh, you can do that at Price uh, Presley Show at gmail.com. We take your e- emails there. Uh, any kind of thing, spookiness, uh, uh, Bigfoot stuff, uh, UFOs, anything you want to send us. Ouija boards. Yeah. We Ouija really boards. Want Ouija board stories. And the more detail, the better. Send those stories in. We like that. Okay. Yeah. And follow us on Facebook and on uh, YouTube. You know, like, click, uh, subscribe, and like on the YouTube page there. And don't forget to leave us comments, folks. When, yes. you, when you listen to these shows, like it's comments. very important to us to get feedback from you. So comment in the comment sections of either YouTube yeah. or whatever platform you're listening to us yeah. on, because we're on several platforms, yes. actually. We have a link um, tree. You'll see the link yeah. tree. Open that up, and it'll take you where you right. need to go. And, and, and leave us you know on Facebook. Talk to us. Yeah. Tell us what you think. Um, tell us what you like about the show. Tell us what you don't like so much about the show, because Harold and I, although we have several years in radio experience, we've never done a podcast before so yeah. we're still learning about that so be sure you leave us some kind of comment yeah. and, and talk to us let us know what's going on we right? like that all right well, that's gonna do it for this edition that's right i'm terry price i am harold presley don't get spooked